Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your feminine flow and magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, embrace your inner slut, and fall in love with being a woman even in today's society. Every week, we cover topics like spirituality, relationships, sex, pleasure, and living a pussy-led life. I have used these tools and teachings to create a business from flow, reignite passion in my relationships, have mind-blowing sex, and manifest the really big stuff like my dream apartment, soulmate clients, and money in my bank account. And I did all this while prioritizing pleasure and embracing my feminine radiance. So now I teach my clients to create their own version of success through the power of their pleasure and live a life that turns them the fuck on. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own through the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, abled, bodied woman. I do fully believe that living a pleasure-filled life is inclusive and possible for everyone. And I am always open to receiving feedback on which I can improve. All in all, take what feels really good and pleasure-filled and leave the rest. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leaving you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's just dive in. Hello, my sacred souls. Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have you here today. It has been a hot minute for me. Um, it hasn't been for you, but <laughs> I scheduled out some of the past episodes um, like a month in advance because I was so busy with the Rich and Radiant launch and the masterclass and everything like that. So I was like, I need to have the podcast ready to go. So I haven't sat down and just like talked to you guys in a minute. It feels so, so good. Um, you guys know I love you. So Thank you for being here. So excited to have you here today. It's been a minute, like I said. So I am happy, feeling good, ready to just share with you what has been on my heart recently. I hope you can just hear my energy, my transmission that I have for you today. It's going to be so, so juicy. Before we get into that, always got to get it out here first. Um, what's going on right now with me, my business, everything like that. So if you guys missed it, or if you were there, thank you for being there for the Rich and Radiant Masterclass. As you guys know, we did have some technical difficulties, but I did not let that stop me. We picked right back up, we figured it out, and now it actually turned out way better than I think it originally was going to be. So sometimes you just have to trust that divine timing, the universe has different plans, and how are you going to basically shift and uh, <laughs> basically get your original plans done, even if they weren't what you ideally what you thought they were going to be. Um, how can we have that trust? And that's really what we're going to kind of be diving into today in today's episode. Um, but yeah, we had some technical, technical difficulties and figured it out. It was so, so good. 
And you guys that were there with me live freaking killed it. I loved having you there. You guys were so engaged and lively. So if you guys missed out and you're like, oh my God, was she even talking about the Rich and Radiant Masterclass replay? You can now purchase and it's available. It's like I had to build it in like this whole course, which actually worked out so much better. So it's all organized in one place for you guys because I also gave you a little bonus with a workbook in there as well. So you can sign up for that. I'm going to leave that down in the show notes. You get lifetime access to this replay. And I had to open up a Facebook group because of the technical difficulty. So you'll also have access to that for a little bit. I'm going to be closing that Facebook group and not offering the replay for purchase at the end of April. So you have until the last day of April to get in with this. After that, it's going to be off the market until further notice. And it's only going to be available inside my new group coaching program that's going to be coming very soon. Anyway, (laughs) so that's what's going on. So thankful and grateful. Oh, also it was my birthday. Um, I had so much fun. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Um, all my clients afterwards that I have, you guys are so, so amazing. So thank you for um, all the birthday wishes. And I had so much fun. I celebrated all weekend. It was so, so nice. Um, so anyways, this has been today's episode has been on my heart and maybe you've heard me talk about it on Instagram. I've been talking a lot about it on Instagram and this has just been blowing my own damn mind. So I know it's going to kind of blow your mind. This has been coming up because when I was doing the rich and radiant masterclass, I was like, you know, gain all the outlines ready, everything like that. I was like, I cannot believe the similarities and connections that I'm seeing with myself, my clients, and also this masterclass, right? So I'm thinking about abundance. I'm thinking about being abundant right now and what that really means and what gratitude means and all the things that you normally think about when you think about being abundant, when you think about prosperity, when you think about being rich, radiant, all those things. So I've kind of been touching on how we often get it twisted when it comes to gratitude and bypassing and spirituality and all those things. So when we're talking about, so a lot of this episode is going to be about things around gratitude, self-trust, abundance, and how they're all kind of connected. So when we think that we have to be grateful all the time, when we think that we have to be this kind of stuck in this loop of gratitude. So I see this a lot with people that are beginning spirituality or they're thinking about improving their lives, right? One of the top main things was everybody say, they're like, have a gratitude practice, be grateful, just think about all the things that you're grateful for. And now do not get me wrong here. I am such a believer in the power of gratitude. And I actually do gratitude in like the form of bragging or meditation or sensual dancing. Like I love the embodiment of gratitude, um, which I think is on such a deeper level and serves a lot better here. So what I see a lot with my clients or, you know, people in these spaces that I'm in is that we feel like we should feel grateful before we can change anything in our lives, right? Or we'll kind of be like, oh, well, 
I know I should be grateful. Like I hate my job, but I should be grateful. Um, you know, my partner's not the best, but I should be grateful, right? And when we start putting these shoulds on things or if we're like, oh, I know I should just be grateful, sometimes it can feel really uncomfortable for us to maybe admit that we want something different, that maybe not all of our needs are being met in every aspect of our lives, which let's be honest, at some point or another, we're not going to have all our needs completely met, right? And that's okay, but we have to be able to discern, like, is this a change I actually want to make in my life? Like, is this so crucial for me? Or do I need to just like have a gratitude practice? Do I need to just practice a little bit more of gratitude, right? Um, so what I often see though is it's actually usually um, – I know a lot of people are well-intentioned. However, I see a lot of people saying like, oh, well, you should just be grateful or whatever. And the moment we do that, I feel like we are bypassing and setting ourselves up for inevitable failure and inevitable um, settling and suffering. And the two for me kind of go hand in hand, but there's one thing of like settling – and then there's the other aspect of it, which is like actually suffering and where we are at right now. And the moment we are like, I know I should be grateful, we close ourselves off from the possibilities of our reality right now changing. So I kind of want to challenge the idea that the should, right? The should be grateful. I want a challenge of like, can't I be grateful and also desire more? Is it safe to be grateful and desire more? And that's really the reality here because as humans, we love to grow and we love to evolve. And more often than not, we want to do that than rather being stagnant, right? And normally we pick an area of our life where we want to improve um, and go from there. And the other aspects of like, oh, I'm so grateful. I'm happy where I'm at right now. I'm content with this area of my life. So now I can push in a different aspect of my life and go forward, right? And what I see happen is like when we feel like we should be grateful and we're we're just not feeling it, we're just not in it, right? And we're feeling like, uh, what does this mean about me? And this kind of pushes our discomfort edge of like, oh, I'm just ungrateful or I don't want to be like a spoiled little brat or I don't want to be, you know, too needy or ask for too much. I don't want to be too much. I don't want to be faced with the discomfort that maybe I don't feel worthy of desiring more. So I know I should just be content with where I'm at right now. And that can be kind of like a tough wall to be put up against, right? A tough pill to swallow here. And so when we think about gratitude and we embody the belief that gratitude, I can be grateful and still desire more and it doesn't take away my gratitude. It doesn't take away that I am grateful for what I have, that I am grateful for the opportunities right now and I still desire more. That doesn't make me bratty. That doesn't make me ungrateful, right? In a lot of ways, I think that that's the true embodiment of feeling abundant right now, the true embodiment of feeling grateful right now. Because when we start to get in this trap of that it means something about us or that we're like, that it, the only way to make a change is by guilting ourselves or being negative, 
Because that's what this essentially sets us up for, right? If we're like, I know I should be grateful. Maybe I'm just being ungrateful or whatever it may be. It's saying that we have to be in a negative headspace in order to change our lives. And so what our brain does at that point, it goes, oh, well, if you want something to change, if you want something to evolve, and if you feel like you have to be grateful at this moment, then I guess let's find all the evidence on why you're fucking not grateful. (laughs) And let's find all the evidence of why you need to be negative in order to change your reality here, in order to push you into this next phase, right? So, and then what this also kind of says is that this is what I've seen with a lot of my clients. And this is kind of the cycles that we work on is that we don't trust ourselves enough to move forward if things are really good right? And so it's finding this balance. It's always a balance, (laughs) but it's finding the balance between can I be grateful and still desire more? Can I trust myself that if things are really good, that I'm still going to want to evolve in some sort of way? And this is where I'm finding myself in this cycle, right? (laughs) Of course, everything I talk about, it's like, Yes, I've been through these things before, but it's also, it's always on a new, deeper layer that I get to uncover these things, that I get to play around in these different ideas. So I've kind of found myself because, as you guys know, I um, love my apartment. I love where I live. And there are a few things that I don't necessarily like, right? Um, But it's kind of finding myself at this area of like, oh, but I do love our apartment. I'm really grateful for our apartment. It has so many perks of my apartment. I'm so grateful. And does it make me ungrateful for where we are at right now by wanting to push forward for more, by wanting a different reality, right? And it's kind of finding this balance of like, I can desire something more or different or whatever it may be, and also still feel really secure and abundant where I'm at right now. And I think that that's kind of where we actually can create such a beautiful, deeper, more expansive reality because we already feel pretty much fulfilled, right? Maybe there's a few things that we want to change or dive deeper into, right? This gives us such an opportunity to have that luxury of going deeper, right? When we are focused on just our main basic needs, right? When we are just focused on surviving, we don't have the opportunity to think about thriving, right? So this kind of leads back to a lot of the times our minds will like to play this game of like, oh, we need to feel in scarcity. We need to feel in lack. We need to feel out of control in order to move that needle forward, in order to push ourselves to getting to that next phase. Now, how can we actually bring in this self-trust element which is I trust myself to always be evolving and growing no matter where I'm at, right? I always find myself, even if I'm content, I trust myself to drive for more, to expand on these concepts that I'm dealing with, right? I give myself permission and trust to dive deeper and to release 
maybe what's no longer serving me, right? Because I can be really grateful for where I'm at right now and also want to release certain aspects of what is going on in my reality, right? For example, the reason why, one of the biggest reasons why we want to move out of our current space right now is because we actually live in like um, a pretty busy area, I guess, of town. And that has a lot of perks because we get to like walk around and the weather is beautiful and everything. But we also kind of live in a tourist town. And last year we actually didn't deal with this a lot because of the pandemic. And it was so, so nice. And that kind of made of us realize like how noisy and <laughs> busy our place is um, now that A, we are home a lot and B, because of the tourism that happens like on the weekends and stuff. And that was fun for like the first year that we were here. It was like, oh, it's so nice. We can just like, they have festivals in downtown. We literally live right off of downtown. So it's like, we get to just like walk around, um, not have to worry about that. But um when you're like literally trying to go to sleep on 4th of July and shit's crazy, it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> I kind of just, I'm old guys, just turned 26. <laughs> I'm like trying to go to sleep on 4th of July. Anyway, besides the point, I'm, I'm just giving you examples of like, yes, we love our place in so many ways. And there's a lot of things that I feel almost like scared of giving up, but how can I trust that like this next phase and this next thing that we're looking forward to is actually going to be a lot more expansive and serve me a lot better. So, and so this kind of leads back to like, when we feel like we have to be in this negative headspace in order to make a change, we don't trust ourselves enough to change without like basically really being hard on ourselves, right? Really trying to motivate ourselves. I think that that's what we see often, like a lot in our mainstream society is like, you know, just hustle, like grind and, mo you know, get up and motivate you. And as you guys know, I completely unsubscribe from that. <laughs> as much as programming runs deep, I completely unsubscribe from that reality um, that we need to hustle and grind all the time. I think it's really unhealthy. But anyways, that's all about embracing like the more feminine side, the more slow and just like flowiness um, while also having that balance of structure. But thinking about like guilting ourselves into these things or feeling negative around these things. It's like, how the hell can you feel abundant right now if you feel like things have to be shitty in order for things to change? And this creates this unhealthy cycle of feeling like you have to guilt and shame your way into a better reality, which is just not true, guys. So think of it this way. Think of it as like you have a shitty boss, right? And this boss is like, always on your ass, always trying to like push you, whatever, right? And like, you know, it's almost like creates this cycle of like, you don't want to do things like you're kind of like almost sabotaging it or you're hustling so hard and just anxious and trying to see busy all the time because you're afraid that this person's going to come in and like literally be so negative and hard on you. Um, now, if you think of it like having a different boss that's actually really understanding and lets you kind of go into your own realm of what works best for you, and they don't care how you work, it's just that 
that you get things done, right? And maybe you bring them a project or something like that. And maybe they're like, oh, love this. However, I would change this, this, and this. Like you're going to be so much more receptive to that feedback because you already feel fulfilled and you already feel detached that this project or this work that you did means anything about you. Now with the other boss, that's like shitty and hard on you. And like you are immediately attaching your identity to your work, right? And this identity of like, oh my God, I'm just not worthy enough. I don't hustle enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not good enough for this job. Right. And so think about how that kind of relates back to in your own life. Right. And how can you be this boss that comes in and releases yourself from the shoulds, from the shoulds of these gratitude, you know, the shoulds of like, I should be grateful. I should be this. I should be that. I should be working more. I should be able to do all these things more. Right. For example, with this masterclass, I, you know, completely at the last minute, I had these notes that I've been working on for weeks and I completely scratched it at the last minute and was like, this is not aligned. This doesn't feel good. It wasn't that I wasn't unprepared. By the way, I ran so many tests for that technology and it still crapped out on me. And that is just such a huge lesson of like self-trust and not just self-trust, but also trusting that things are working out the way that they fucking should, right? And it's coming in with this energy of like, I could have easily crumbled at that moment. I could have easily just like, you know, been like, okay, this isn't for me. I should know better. I should have done better. I should, I should, I should. It's like, okay, at that point, that's not serving me. These shoulds aren't serving me of like these notes, right? I'm like, oh, I should have like been more prepared. It's like, no, like I was prepared as much as I could, but also like I trust myself that like if things aren't going to be aligned, that I'm not going to put that out there, right? If things aren't aligned, I'm not going to like speak that out into existence because that doesn't feel good. And that is not what people are paying me for, right? They're paying me for this beautiful exchange in energy. And if I'm coming in with this inconsistent energy, then that is going to read. And that is not what they signed up for, right? As long as well as like the education and the teachings, right? But it's also this other layer of like, if I'm shooting myself, if I'm putting all these things of like, no, I should have went with that original outline, How would that have been of service, right? So think about this in your own life. Like (laughs) the only thing that we can truly rely on is change in our life and in our world. And the more we can embrace this and build this trust muscle, the more we can succeed in life. And maybe not to the standards that society puts it at, but like this trust of like, I'm going to follow things that give me pleasure and alignment and feel really good and light me the fuck up. And I'm going to unsubscribe that I have to always be working, that I have to always be grateful or that I have to, you know, stay where I'm at right now because it's good enough. How can I unsubscribe from all these shoulds and go, this is my process. This is what feels good. And I trust myself and I have this self-trust and self-leadership of like, I trust myself that I'm always doing things of the highest good to not only myself, but to others. That the transmission and the energy that I'm putting out into the world is always the best and always in alignment with who I am. 
So this kind of leads back to this element of abundance and feeling abundant right now. And abundance to me goes hand in hand with self-trust and like discernment, right? Having the trust that I can discern (laughs) that I'm following the things that are going to be of highest good. And I'm not guilting or shaming myself into this new reality, right? And this was kind of a quote that I got from, that I put in this masterclass, this Rich and Radiant masterclass was like thinking about past mistakes or whatever it may be. It's like, you will not punish yourself into a better reality. You will not guilt and shame yourself into a better reality. So why are you trying to do that? That's some old paradigm shit that needs to be put to rest, that needs to be released, right? And how can you come in with this new energy and this like leadership of just like, I am going towards the things that are going to give me the highest good and are going to be a representation of how I want to live my life and the stories and the identity that I want to have, right? So, and not making it about ourselves, not making it about our ego or how we identify ourselves, right? If we're identifying with ourselves of like, I could have easily looked at that moment and been like, oh, I'm just like a procrastinator, right? With like the notes, whatever. I'm just a procrastinator. I wasn't a procrastinator. It didn't feel good. So I changed it. Does that make it wrong? No, that makes it actually better. And it's just so, so amazing how I have built up this trust muscle over years I mean, guys, it's been years um, of me owning a business. And I honestly think that if I haven't hadn't owned a business, not that I'm saying that you have to own a business in order to like build up your self-trust muscle, but it made me have to build that self-trust muscle because I didn't have anybody there being like, this is what you need to do. This is how you're going to get clients. This is where you need to go. This is where you need to promote, right? I had nobody guiding me. I literally had to go figure out all that shit to myself, down to my taxes, guys. So like 20 years old, trying to figure out my taxes, (laughs) you know, being a business owner, nobody else in my life has been a business owner. I had to learn all that shit by myself. And over time, like five years now doing this, it's like over time, I have not only just built up that muscle, but now I get to go deeper into that muscle, right? So yes, I built up the self-trust muscle of like, I'm always hustling, always busy. And then when I start an online business, now it's this new paradigm of like, oh, I don't have to be busy all the time, right? I don't have to do all these things. So it's just really interesting how Yes, you can curate that self-trust muscle and then also go deeper into it. And yes, gratitude can play a role in this. Yes, abundance can play a role in this because it's so, so important for you to feel abundant right now. Because when we don't feel abundant right now and we're feeling negative around the things in our life, what does that create? That creates scarcity and desperation. And what do people do when they're desperate? They will find than anything and everything, even if it is out of alignment, right? So I encourage you to use gratitude as a practice, as a way to go, I am grateful and I can desire more, right? And being able to discern that we're not shoulding, 
that you're not shooting yourself during the scratching practice, right? Of like, oh, I'm just ungrateful if I desire more or whatever it may be. You can have both. It can all coexist. I'm so tired of people saying it can't. This duality, this polarity exists in every aspect of our lives. And the more we can embrace it, the less we will find ourselves like going off one too deep on one end or the other. We need to always have the balance. It's the yin and the yang, right? It's the feminine and the masculine. It's all these different like edges and all the uh, finding a balance between all these different things, right? It's the light and the dark. So finding that balance and embracing that duality and remembering that you don't have to fit into the certain mold. It's all of these things and you're multifaceted and you get to do all the things, right? And at the end of the day, you have to be able to trust yourself in order to move that needle forward. You have to be able to trust yourself. If you want to improve your life, you have to be able to trust yourself and not only where you're at right now, but also your fears, where you want to go, right? So I encourage you to find what that balance means to you. And I believe that I also have an episode about self-trust that actually breaks down like what you can do to kind of build up this muscle. I also have a, uh, Instagram reel about this. So if you want to dive deeper, um, those are your areas, but I just wanted to like get this concept out to you guys. Um, this is going to be a really, really big theme in my next group program coming up embodied abundance. And if you get inside rich and radiant, or if you're already inside rich and radiant, you already know because you get a coupon, um, for a big discount off of this. And this will be opening up at the end of this month. So if this sounds like something interesting to you, definitely get into my spaces. So that way, you know, exactly when, um, launch is opening up and, to do this, not just to do this with yourself, but I specifically picked this topic for a group program because that way you have other women leading you. That way you have other women showing you what's possible and holding you accountable and having that space to be witnessed in all of your messiness is so fucking powerful, guys. I see this group being so healing, so transformative. Um, and it will really be such a great opportunity for you to dive deeper on these concepts and create a system and reality that works for you. And that's in alignment for you. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you love, love, love it, please share it on your Instagram, share it with a friend, a family member. I love this podcast. I want to see it grow. I want to take more time and attention to this podcast. And if it feels aligned, definitely leave me a rating and review that helps boost my podcast in the algorithm so that I will be so, so grateful for. Um, so I guess the question of today that I want to leave you with is how can you feel abundant right now? How can you embody this abundance today? Think about it. Sit with it. (sighs) Love, love, love you guys. Sending you so much love and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.